Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is October 23rd, and our reading comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2. Beginning in verse 2, Paul says this, You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. This was one of Dr. Bennett's key verses in his mentoring program. He said, I want to teach these truths to young men who will in turn teach them to others. When you think about the idea of discipleship, if the church is called to go and make disciples or make followers of Christ, how do we know when the job is done? Well, I think the key is when a disciple becomes a disciple maker, that's success. And that's what Paul says here. I want to take what I've been trusted with, this teaching, the gospel message, I want to teach it to other men who will in turn teach it to others. So once I establish that truth and you know God and you're walking with him and you begin to give that away, now I understand, man, my mission is complete. We're making disciples who make disciples. Then in Beginning in verse 4, he begins using these metaphors to describe the Christian life. Verse 4, soldiers don't get tied up in civilian affairs. Verse 5, athletes cannot win the prize unless they follow the rules. 6, farmers should be the first to enjoy their labors. When I think about all of that, a soldier takes orders from the top. He doesn't question those orders. He just does what he's told and trust in the wisdom and the perspective of his commanding officer. And he doesn't get caught up in all these other th- times, all of these other lesser issues. We're at war, right? And in that same way, we take our instruction for the Lord. We are in a spiritual battle. So this gets our top priority. When you think about an athlete, an athlete disciplines himself to win a prize in the very same way. We've been talking some about this. we got to discipline ourselves, make sure our priorities are in order, make sure we understand what the finish line is, and we're running after everything God has for us. When I think about a farmer, the key to farming is faith. Right? They plant seed in the ground and they nurture it and take care of it and water it and weed and all this stuff for months and months and months. And then the harvest comes. And in the very same way, we want to be a, like a faithful farmer. Keep sowing seed. Keep sowing seed. Believing the harvest is coming. That if I continue to be faithful, that there will be a great reward. Then in verse 9, he says, And because I preach this good news, I'm suffering, and I've been chained like a criminal, but the word of God cannot be chained. I love that. Paul's perspective is, even though he's in prison for preaching the gospel, nobody can stop him from preaching, and nobody can stop God's word. Don't you love his perspective? In fact, when Paul was writing these letters, he had no idea that 2,000 years later, we'd still be reading these letters and learning and studying because of what God was doing in Paul's heart 
while he was in prison. And I just think sometimes we are so focused on fixing our circumstances. And it's kind of like in our mind, when our circumstances get right, then we're going to serve the Lord. And I think Paul would just say, no, serve the Lord right now where you are. Trust that God has you in this moment, in this place, and that you're not alone. And how do you serve the Lord? How can you be faithful right where you are? I was in a class recently that was a preaching class, and we were talking about practicing and and learning and growing as communicators. And one of the things I just shared with the group is that for six years, starting my senior year of high school and all through college, I was teaching Bible studies and Sunday school classes, just a, a small group of people. But during those years, I was sharpening my skills. I was growing in my understanding of the word. I was growing in my ability to communicate, but nobody knew it. I didn't have a stage. Nobody was talking about it, but I was being faithful where I was. And I just want to encourage you, don't wait for a big stage. Don't wait for a grand opportunity. Don't wait until sometime in the future. Ask God, why am I in this place, in this moment, and how can I be faithful to serve you here? That's what Paul is doing in jail, and he changed the world. And now 2,000 years later, we're still gleaning from his work. Verse 13, he says this, if we are unfaithful, Jesus remains faithful for he cannot deny who he is. Isn't that a great promise? When we are unfaithful, Jesus remains faithful. Oh my goodness. He has committed himself fully to us. He is for us, not against us. He loves us. He refuses to give up on us. So even when we are unfaithful, he remains faithful and then redeems our unfaithfulness. You know, uses it to build our character, to teach and to grow us. Verse 20, in a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver. Some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions. The cheap ones are for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure, you'll be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean and you'll be ready for the master to use you for every good work. Here's what that means. The most important thing I can do to serve the Lord is cultivate my own maturity, my own purity. I need to walk with God. And as I do that, I become a vessel for honorable use, fit for the master, somebody that God can put into service. So again, let's not wait until we have an opportunity and then try to get wet ready. Because listen, if you wait for the opportunity, the opportunity will never come. But as we focus on what God is doing with us now. We're growing in our capacity to be with him, to become like him, and to do what Jesus does right where he has us. As we focus on that, and our faith is growing, our life is being transformed, we're maturing, we're growing in wisdom, we're growing in knowledge, all of those, our relationships are improving. As God is working, all of that is preparing us for future opportunities. So we want to be a utensil. We want to be a, a, a vessel of honor, fit, and ready for service in God's kingdom. So let's ask God to help us do that. God, I thank you so much for this word today. God, I thank you that you have 
uh, put people in our life who have trusted us, discipled us, poured into us. God, we want to give this away. We want to share the gospel. We want to share our journey with people who will then share it with others. Help us to do that. God, like a good soldier, Lord, help us to not be distracted by the word world and focused on the kingdom. Like an athlete, God, help us to discipline ourselves for the purpose of godliness so that we can be our very best. Like a farmer, help us to live by faith, knowing that the little things that we do today that seem to make almost no difference are actually working to build and produce a great harvest in the future. God, I pray that you would remind us that the word can never be stopped, that God, as we're sharing our faith, as we're talking about Jesus, as we're sharing the Word of God, that it is alive and powerful, sharper than any double-edged sword, Hebrews 4.12. And it is piercing into the hearts, the soul, the joint and marrow, the soul and spirit. It is producing new life in people around us. So God, help us to trust your Word. God, we're so grateful that you remain faithful even when we're unfaithful. In fact, maybe some people today are listening and, and there are some areas of their life where they're not being faithful. I, and I just thank you for the encouragement. You're with them. You love them. You're going to continue to be faithful and to help them grow and mature and live in freedom. And then finally, God, help us to be vessels of honorable use, clean, pure, holy, walking with you, prepared to serve and to build your kingdom. God, our heart is yours. Lord, we want to be with you. We want to become like you so that we can do what you did. Help us to do that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me today. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.